they, they're just the most tenacious and hardworking and focused students that I've had in a long time. I, I, it was liberating, it really was. And the time went so quickly, which is such a great indication of, of joy. Welcome to season five of Spotlight, the Meet the Talent series. Join us as we chat with industry professionals who will be leading some of the arts programs on offer in 2021 for teachers and students. Neil Whitaker has spent the last 15 years developing his own unique brand of movement, fusing contemporary, commercial and street style techniques. This unique style led him to choreograph and perform on the hit programs like So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, Australia's Got Talent, ABC 3's Dance Academy and The Arias. Neil has been a resident choreographer for Sydney Catholic School's Casper programs, 2020 Let's Dance and 2021 Dance Ensembles. Welcome back. Feels good to be back. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. How did you first find your feet in the industry? My very first time in the industry was technically a contract at Luna Park, Sydney, working as a street performer alongside some of the funniest and most talented people I've ever met in my life. It's also where I started a hip-hop crew called Fly Crew with my very, very dear friend James Barry, which still exists today. And through that, I met so many really special people that I ended up linking me to other jobs and worlds and opportunities. And yeah, that's how it started. What, what are some of the career highlights that you had since Luna Park? I've had the very, very special opportunity to represent Australia in street dance in a competition called HHI, which is Hip Hop International. So Fly Crew won our Sydney round and then got sent to Vegas to represent Australia among some other crews. And that was insane. I'll never, ever forget it. Shortly after that, a few years later, we ended up representing Australia again through a competition called World of Dance which is now a really reputable TV show. So it all started as, as a competition, as a, as a live stage street competition. And yeah, so we went to LA and we got to compete there and, and met some wonderful people. And it's the most overwhelming feeling when you walk onto stage and they not only announced our name, but then they also said before that, representing Australia all the oh. way from Sydney. And, and you walk on the stage and you're like, Meh. it's like the Olympics. That was uh, incredible. Another highlight, I danced for Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. She was uh, one of the dream girls. And yeah, on The Voice Australia. So it's, uh, she was releasing a single at the time. And then all of it was filmed live with a live audience and everything. So I had to choreographically touch hands at one point. And then I had charcoal in my hands and kind of break danced around the, or breaking around the floor, scratching the floor up and drawing and, and all. Yeah. So that was, How that was insane. Who do you think inspired you to dance? The very first person to introduce dance to me was actually my best friend, Ian. So him and I hanging out at school and I was in the same soccer team as him. And then he said, oh, I've been going to dance lessons after school. Do you want to come? And I said, yes, let's do it. And that, that was pretty much as casual as it went as well. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a very optimistic person. So I'm just like, yeah, sure, let's, okay. let's do dancing. So that, that was certainly the inspiration to get started. The inspiration to continue is probably my wife, to be honest. 
she's a very very talented ballet dancer so she she's the reason why i i'd gotten accepted into university and then evanbo had started and amy said to me i think you should consider dance as a career and i was very much as optimistic as i am i was like no you can't do dance as a career you know how how will i afford things and <laughs> and i want to have a family one day and and all those sorts of things and dance can't do that so she, she would probably be my main inspiration if you weren't dancing what do you think you would be doing I, i'm really passionate about music and i think just performing in general I have this something within me really knows how to connect with people and I'm really grateful for that. I I'm pretty sure my parents gave me this and my grandparents and uh I just get such a joy out of connecting with new people and and one of the most special gifts of performing in in any way connecting with someone that I don't know and maybe even making them laugh or making them feel something is just so special to me. What is your creative process like? If I'm creating something along the lines of contemporary dance, it's very much intention first. So if I have an idea for something that I think needs to be voiced or explored through dance or some sort of performative medium, then that's normally the way it starts before the music, before even the casting. If you have a really nice reason for anything, then it's worth pursuing. So my creative process is very much like a what why are we doing this and what are we trying to say and then we go from there. Yeah, but in a commercial setting and in a street dance setting, majority of the time because I'm comical, if I have a silly idea, that can sometimes be the start of it. But otherwise, if I'm just sitting in the car and listening to Spotify and an amazing song comes on, then that that's all the reason I need and then and then the song is very much a a mapping i guess the song comes out and there's these sounds and these lyrics and you just you just listen so listen what do you think motivates you i'm very motivated by stereotypes which may sound confusing but i i love shattering stereotypes particularly those that come from a negative connotation so for example the the one that i've learnt from most is if you're going to be an artist specifically a dancer in australia then there's no work and there's no money that that's just not true i think those are becoming really primitive perspectives on on this art form and i'm really proud to know that and to promote that it's part of my stubborn nature i guess but i i celebrate it if someone says ah oh, that can't happen then that's all i'll think about so that that motivates me a lot because i think i think what i take really seriously and heavily inspired by my mentors is that they also have something in them that just doesn't say no to things like that yeah. so if someone says you can't do that they'll at least ask why and if they're not convinced by the why then we're going to pursue this until we find out and and because i was raised on this idea i i'm excited by it it motivates me very much sometimes too much What's some of the the best advice you think you've ever been given? There's two. One of them is is very much just to ask the the question. So I and this came from my ballet teacher. So I I was very anti ballet because of like a, a really unfortunate amount of bullying that I got when I was at school, which a, a lot of people have experienced this in you know my generation wow. and generations past and probably even now I'd say. had this really horrible association with our uh, ballet equals bad 
And then I met some really inspiring people who completely changed that stereotype for me. And and the advice that I was given from um, Matt Schilling is his name. And he said to me, if you just find something that you're interested in, then you'll be fine. What I found really difficult in ballet was how overwhelmingly difficult it was. And I started quite late. I I was uh, 18. So, and everyone else was quite literally dancing rings around me. It was (laughs) difficult for me to remain motivated. And then Matt pulled me to the side and said, each lesson, just find something that, that you like and you can sink your teeth into and just focus on that. And I loved jumping. I loved all the different variations. I loved how complicated it was. And I could jump really high, apparently. So I just focused on that. The, the root of that advice, what I love about it most, is that I've applied that to almost everything. So I'll just find something that I'm interested in and then just follow it on from there. That's the best advice. And my, the other advice that I remind my cast and myself every time I go onto stage is something that my mum has said to me for many years. Whenever I'd get really stressed about dance and, oh, what if I forget the curry? And their mum would say to me, oh, it, it's just dancing. Don't worry, it's fine. Just go on stage and do that thing you're really good at. You'll be fine. And for some reason, that just fixes everything. Listen, what is one message that you'd give to your audience or to your students? Within some realms of my performances, I like to leave an audience and also students with just a level of optimism. I think practicing positivity is really important. And that's not to say that we should just be distracted from reality with our optimism. Some things are hard and should be understood as that they are hard. However, practicing a little bit of optimism and a little bit of positivity and shining a light on something that is relatively dark Mm. can be very healthy and very helpful. And it's also a muscle that's very difficult to train unless you have really beautiful people around you who are also interested in training the same method. Solutions rather than focusing on problems. So I, I think that's a really important thing for an audience to be left with in any performance that I facilitate or am in. And for my students, very, very much interested in solution-based ideology. And just, uh, you know, if if that move that we've been working on, you still can't quite get it, it's okay. We're going to work it out. You know, that's what this relationship is, you know. And just moving forward, I guess, with with that, like, classic Australian grit that we have in our society, like, we have such a tenacity. Yeah. So I I think just practising that muscle. Has technology impacted your artistry, do you think? Very much. I mean, look at us right now. I know. For example, about 10 years ago, I did a screen and media course at TAFE because I was quite, I was really interested in film and camera, audio editing and things like that. And at the time, it was YouTube was blowing up in the dance community. So when I did this course, and then ever since then, it's been this little like extra trick that I have under my sleeve where last year I had the pleasure of shooting a, a feature length film with an opera called Pinchgard Opera, and uh, I was one of two dancers on the film, just knowing every time they were setting up a shot, what they were trying to achieve felt very secure for me. So I I would watch them set it up and then think, okay, I know exactly how they want me to play to this camera Mm. because I can see what they're trying to create. I guess going back to that idea of solutions and getting ahead of the game a little bit, technology is not going anywhere and it is only increasing and improving and People's awareness of how to use technology has never been more advanced. The use of technology in dance and in performing arts 
has kind of opened up this whole new realm. And you can do it with your phone. You can do it with your laptop. You can do it with an iPad. Yeah. And if you're creative and if you have a good idea, you can put away days of <laughs> editing and filming. And, and it's so fun. There's a show that Flickr is involved with called um, LED Dancers Australia. And it's a full 10-minute piece with five dancers. And we're dressed in head-to-toe in these costumes that are LED panels all running up and down the body. And it's fully programmed to music. Never in a million years when I started dancing thought that that would be something that I'd end up doing. If you could open a show for any artist in the world, who would it be? There's so many artists that I'm inspired by. There's a British composer named Jacob Collier, and he's overwhelmingly talented and does a lot of his own musical production and and arrangements and just extremely eclectic musician, just seems to have this really beautiful and overwhelming optimism and positivity that I definitely identify with. I would be absolutely honoured to create anything with that guy because he just seems to be, all the things that we've been talking about today so far, he just seems to be pushing the boundaries in such a special way. Now, you worked with our Sydney Catholic School students recently on the uh, Dance Ensemble program. Can you tell us a bit about that? That when I came into this space for this brand new idea that no one had ever done before, and even that first Zoom call we had where we were trying to work out what it was, it was the, the absolute highlight of my week. They, they're just the most tenacious and hardworking and focused students that I've had in a long time. And, and every Monday, I would just roll in and they'd just be standing there going, okay, Neil... <laughs> What, what crazy, <laughs> crazy hard thing you're about to teach us that, you know, we're just going to have to, there's no other option but to learn it right now. It was such a short time period, which I loved, that they just had no other choice but to just hold on <laughs> for dear life and learn as quickly as they could. And they did. Like, they really did. And they, Stepped they up learned the so many complete, like, they surpassed the plate. It was liberating. It really was. And the time went so quickly, which is such a great indication of, of joy, you know, that that's what it felt like. And, and to be choreographing opposite Jet was a little bit of a dream come true. She, she had a school in Sydney not too long ago that I used to train at every week. Yeah. And I'd see her in the corridor and be like, oh, my God, there's Jet. The whole experience was quite overwhelmingly special, to be honest. Overall, it was just, I was very, very impressed with, with how it was put together, how the students held themselves. They would run their own warm-ups, just, just like a whole other level of maturity and really lifted the bar for the age group in, in, in every way. Very, very impressed. Neil, we loved having you for, for those workshops and also today. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for your My passion pleasure. and your energy is infectious. We can't wait to work with you again in the future. Thanks so much, Neil. Thanks, mate.